Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today again is Emily Bauer. Emily, welcome again. Thank you. Great to have you. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, we rejoice um, in the um, wedding feast of your bridegroom, Jesus Christ. We give you thanks for his sacrifice for us um, and his continual love um, which he pours out upon the church. We ask, O Lord, um, that you strengthen and renew each of us to respond generously to this call to holiness through Christ our Lord. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Emily, uh, we proceed in this conversation on feminine spirituality, kind of hitting um, these uh, four uh, relationships um, which kind of form the identity of um, a woman in the Lord. And the next one, really, um, I wanted to kind of focus on um, is this sort of bridal relationship. Um, Now, when it you know, as a man, you know, when we talk about masculine spirituality, this is a, a difficult one because men don't really want to marry Jesus. Um, there's a little, mm-hmm. there's something <laughs> odd about that. Um, but I wonder if, um, I mean, so it, it this one seems to be an easier kind of fit for feminine spirituality. Mm-hmm. So I guess, again, like I've I've kind of hit... And you're un, you're unmarried. This is correct. Mm-hmm. So, um, but nonetheless, you experience being a bride. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do you experience in your relationship with the Lord this sort of bridal relationship? Yeah, it's for all of us, right? We talked about this earlier. These four layers of who we are as women. It's for all of us. It's not. It is manifest maybe in the world, but it's it's. It's in our soul <laughs> mm-hmm. as women. So I think for us as women to sit with what does it mean to be bride? And this is something actually, it's an area that I recently have desired to learn more about and really, okay, what does it mean to be bride? So we read that the church is the bride of Christ. And so we can kind of relate to that um, as being a part of, you know, mm-hmm the spouse of Christ, really cool. We have religious women who consecrate their lives to the Lord wholly as brides of Christ. And what a good witness to be reminded that that's who we are as the whole church, but also for us women to be reminded that's who we are and how a way that we can relate to the Lord. Um, so I'd love for you to ask me some questions about this and, you know, keep pointing us in the right yeah, direction. Yeah. There's so much I could say. Well, and, and I, th- I think one of the things we have to say, um, and, and this is a, a point with, Han, with that Hans Urs von Balthasar makes, is so every vocation is by its nature nuptial. Or another way of saying is that every, every, every Christian is called to marriage, um, we just live that nuptial nature, that nuptial relationship in different ways. You know, so it may be in the consecration of marriage, you know, of you know, between a man and a woman. It may be in the consecrated life, including religious life. Um, and you know, and it may be in the priesthood too, that there is a sense of a nuptial relationship. Um, but I think, 
you know, when you um, when you look at a bride, and I think in the sense not just of a bride, but also of a wife, mm-hmm. um, and and maybe you know, I think as as we look at that is. You know the bride's relation, or the the bride's relationship to her husband, or the wife's relationship to her husband. Now, again, you know this is a relationship that's, I mean, it's right at the center of the fall and original sin. You know that that's where the conflict really begins is between husband and wife. You know, in in Eden. Um, but I think is what what in your you know. In your in your mind, I guess, in your experience, does um, the the groom provide for the bride, and vice versa? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we can look at a very natural at the natural level of the relationship, but um, then sort of project that on to the Lord. Yeah. Well, what I am thinking about with when you're talking about we're all called to the nuptial relationship, I think about the covenant. And that how that's at the heart of being a bride mm. or being a groom is you're you're cutting covenant with this person and you're saying covenant isn't just a contract, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like I will do this, this, and this, and you will do this, this, and this. Covenant is about the person. It's I want you, I want you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you, all of you, you know? And that's really, I think, at the heart of being a bride. It's at the heart of being a spouse. Um, I really so like I really like that point because um, you know, again, if you think of all the covenants, you know, they they have various parts. You know, one of them is the one that we kind of fixate it on is like the law part. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain things that must be done mm-hmm. based on this covenant. You know, like the Mosaic covenant, we've got the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. and all the other, you know, commands of the Lord that must be obeyed. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, especially with the Lord's fidelity to Israel and His mercy to Israel, obviously the commandments aren't the whole reality, the real reality of the covenant is the Lord's mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. and and I think maybe that's what bride points to is not so much all the things that a woman has to do for mm-hmm. the Lord, but rather the Lord's faithfulness to her, mm-hmm. and that there's a real there's a personal pact, a personal mm-hmm. covenant mm-hmm. between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's who she gets to be for the Lord is his beloved and um oh gosh, my I mean I'm just like my mind is spinning, you know. I'm thinking about it's it's this is I love being a woman. <laughs> I'm like this is like it makes so much sense to me. I think because it's so relational. It's like, yeah, of course. And you think about you kind of mentioned all the covenants in the old testament and the law was written on stone, but then with the new covenant, it's written on our heart, and it's 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 written in our heart, and it becomes about or like a real covenant of of the heart mm. and of choosing the Lord for who He is as you know our spouse, and the Lord choosing us for who we are. And I think about as women, just our capacity to receive. Um, 
and there's so much I could go into this. I love St. Therese, and one of the things she talks about is being um, a martyr to love or like a victim of love. So she says like all the love that God desires to pour out on people that they reject, I will receive it. What, like, that's such a bride talking, you know? She's like, yeah, love me, you know? Like, and I know if people are wives, you know, like, they will probably say, like, I'm not like that all the time, you know? Like, but I do think there's something about being a bride that says, I will receive you, and I want to receive you. And in receiving, that's such a gift, um, you know, to the Lord that we would say, I will receive you, and... Um, that that idea of receptivity is kind of where I'm landing here. Mm. Is just as a bride that we would receive, and it's it's just like written all over us as women that we're we're like made to receive. Um, and I th- and I think with that too is the the unknown or the mysterious. If you think about um, when a couple enters into marriage. They really don't know what's before them, but they also don't really know each other. Now, I think the implication is that the obviously the Lord knows what he's getting into um, because he knows everything. Um, but there is a sense where the bride, um, you know, she, she can't really exhaust her knowledge of, of her beloved. You know, like there's a sense where... Um, it's like this journey of discovery, mm-hmm. like getting to know and desiring to know really like intimately who the Lord is always. But deeper and already deeper. he has already he has loved her, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And already he has known her, but yet she is continually growing in this knowledge mm-hmm. of him mm-hmm. and growing in her love for him. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it's, um, I think also with the idea of bride, um, in, you know, and we focus on bride, um, but I try, I want to try to push towards wife because there is sort of a, a stability also, you know, like not just the impetuousness of the beginning, mm-hmm. but a sense of the, the sturdiness of of a life lived together. Mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe as we wrap up, just kind of your thoughts on, you know, um, we've taught like this sort of covenant that they're there for each other. But I think, um, you know, how does, how does woman kind of remain um, living in this sort of faithful relationship to, mm-hmm. to, to her beloved? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's, as you're talking, that's, to me, I think that's part of the heart of being spouse is, you know, we can talk about being child, but when you talk about being spouse, there's something that's on your end, you're choosing. And on your end, you're saying yes. And you make vows, you know, as husband and wife make vows, like that's kind of, that's our call. We have our baptismal vows. Well, thank you so much, Emily. You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. Until next time, peace and all good.